Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I need you to get prepared and to stay frosty today. Today. There's a lot going on, folks. And the problem is when you see what's going on, you can't unsee it. Now, it may be mildly anxiety-producing what's going on in the content of today's show, but I candidly and sincerely believe that we are coming to the end of a major macro cycle that's going to produce a better tomorrow. I, I promise you I am not trying to put lipstick on a really fat, disgusting pig. I really, really mean it, that I feel like we're coming to the end of a macro cycle and it's about to get really painful before it gets so much better. I got a lot to talk about on today's show. It's got a lot to do with China, Iran, that what happened in Nashville, a story about U.S. marshals in front of uh, Supreme Court justices' homes. It's all tied together. And I promise when you see it, you won't be able to unsee it. All right, we got a busy show today. Today's show brought to you by my friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a product called Field of Greens. Uh, this is an amazing product. It is a staple of my nutrition plan. I don't want to call it diet because I don't really restrict my calories. But we all know fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthy lifestyle. No serious person in the space is going to tell you that. Not a doctor, not a nutritionist, nothing. They tell you to eat your fruits and vegetables, fiber, macronutrients, micronutrients. These are God's gift to us. Field of Greens. Is incredible. It's backed by a better health promise. Field of Greens is a science-backed formula of specific fruits and vegetables that you won't find in any other product. Folks, again, I swear by it. I've been using it for a long time. I get my blood work done and my doctor asks me all the time what I'm doing. Proper nutrition can reboot or can reboot your metabolism so you'll burn calories faster and lose weight a healthier way. Don't, uh, you know, sometimes I, I don't get to eat as healthy as I can. Throw this in the suitcase on the road. Scoop in green tea, water, whatever it is, I feel great. But your best proof will be at your next checkup when I bet your doctor says, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Fruits and vegetables, folks. It tastes great. This is Wild Berry. It's Wild Berry Field of Greens. They have a lemon lime Field of Greens, too. That's Guy's favorite. Let's get started on Field of Greens today with 15% off. The website to pick it up is BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com. Dot com slash Dan. Go today. Your health, folks. That's you don't have your health, you don't have anything. All right, Joe. Busy show today, so let's get this thing going. Let's fire this bad boy up, Dan. Yeah, Here please. We, go. So we got a lot of material. He's already seen a lot of it. So uh you need to get prepared. You need to get prepared and stay frosty. We are at the end, I believe, of a major macro cycle. That macro cycle has created a generation of weak men and women. You're seeing it in front of you right now. People who want to bring about the destruction of the United States because we've created so much wealth and prosperity here. The only thing they seem to worry about is destroying it. Schumpeter warned about this, that the problem with capitalism is going to create so much prosperity and wealth that you were going to notice every inequity out there. In other words, people who are poor and struggling and are still working to build an industrialized, prosperous society, Joe, they don't have the time to worry about 13th century cis transgender basket weaving. They don't have time for that. Right. They're worried about their starving kid. They're worried about a cure for their kid's cold, common cold when we didn't have anything like antivirals or antibiotics. They're worried about surviving. We're not worried about that anymore. The biggest problem we have in the United States is obesity. So we find problems. That macro cycle has created a generation of weak men and women. Those weak men and women are trying to destroy the United States right now. And when you see what I'm about to show you, you're not going to be able to unsee it. Remember this quote by author Michael Hoff. Don't ever forget this quote. Hard times create strong men. We're about to see those hard times. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. It's where we are now. And weak men create hard times. What's staring you in the face right now? Folks, the liberal, agendas, the liberal agenda is now clear. What's happening in Israel? What's happening in France? What's happening with Iran and China? What's happening with, in Nashville? What's happening with the liberal media and the liberal activists covering the murders in Nashville? Are all evidence that liberals, are, their agenda is now clear. 
They want to take the streets and weaponize government for a major crackdown on speech coming forward in the future. They are going to use the streets. And weak men are going to assist them. They are not ready. They're not ready for the crisis staring us in the face. I want you to tie these stories together. Let's get right into it. Washington Times. Israeli Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu moves to avoid civil war. Delays judicial overhaul plan amid strikes and protests. Ben Wolfgang, Washington Times. Folks, if you're not paying attention to what goes on on in Israel, you're not paying attention to what's going on in the United States. I I don't care about foreign policy. You better. Because let me tell you something. The threats of civil war from the Israeli left who want to continue to use the courts to destroy Israeli society. Bibi Netanyahu wants to reform the courts to bring them back to some sense of accountability. The left is threatening civil war in Israel. There are defections from the military. They've shut down society. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get to it a little bit later. But don't make a single mistake here in judgment. What the left pulled off in Israel is a test run for the 2024 presidential election. Threats of civil war and shutting down civil society. Oh, that's not going to happen. It's happening right now in Israel. They are literally shutting down society, not figuratively. Calling generalized strikes. Nobody go to work. You'll all starve. Nobody deliver anything. Don't show up for the military. Folks, the Iranians are watching this. Sworn enemies of Israel in the United States. So is the Chinese Communist Party. I said, tie all these stories together. That's story one. The left is ready to go to civil war if they don't get what they want. And they're watching very closely right now what's happening in Israel. It will start as protests. But given how they covered for the Nashville murderer, I don't want to get ahead of myself. If it turns to violence, they will cover for it just like they covered in the George Floyd riots too. Mostly peaceful. I want you to listen to this, too. Tie these stories together. We're about to stare down the abyss. It's going to create hard times. If you're ready, and I know you are, it's going to create hard men and hard women and strong men and strong women. We're going to bring about a new era of American prosperity afterwards. Tie this story to the threats of civil war by the left. Here's Tucker Carlson. This is a clip from uh, about, uh, I think, the Monday show a few days ago. Tucker Carlson on his show covered the fact that NPR, far-left, taxpayer-funded, radical NPR, which has spent their entire existence trying to combat the Second Amendment and your God-given right to self-protection, is now all of a sudden embracing gun ownership? For the transgender left? Wait, I thought they wanted firearms off the streets. No, they don't. They want firearms in the hands of their political ideological allies in their new crusade. Tie that to story number one. You think this is all an accident? Take a listen. Listening, needless to say, to national public radio, the voice of menopausal liberalism. Mass shootings targeting LGBTQ spaces and a rise in anti-trans rhetoric have inspired some queer people to take up arms. Rainbow reload! They're packing heat. There'll be appendix carrying in more ways than one. Watch out. This is NPR, national public radio, suddenly telling you that actually... Guns are good, encouraging people to go to the gun store immediately. But not all people, just trans people. Guns are bad, except in the hands of trans people. What is going on here? So you may think it's strange that radical, not just left, but radically far left NPR, which has pushed for gun confiscation and gun grabbing for decades, is now all of a sudden implicitly winking and nodding that Guns in the hands of their political allies may be a good thing with a wink and a nod. It's not strange at all. I've told you many times what you mistakenly many times, I shouldn't say that, I don't want to sound condescending. 
what many, you, you're probably hip to this if you listen to this show because we've talked about it often. What many would perceive as hypocrisy. Oh, NPRs for gun confiscation, not for guns. Why are they for guns now? For transgender groups. It's not hypocrisy at all. Not to them. It's an explicit demonstration of power. We just don't want you to have the guns. If our people need the guns to engage in their new kind of street terror, we'll support it all the ways. As long as it leads to the collectivization of power and we benefit. So you got the left basically threatening civil war in Israel. You've got a group of media apparatchiks and useful idiots here who now seem to be winking and nodding at gun possession as long as gun possession are in the hands of the people they like. Why? Why is that? Why are they all of a sudden? Why are they all of a sudden for this? Tie it to this story. Wall Street Journal opinion, how U.S. regulators are choking off crypto. You remember Operation Choke Point? Operation Choke Point, uh, Joe, we covered this when we first started the show. Operation Choke Point was a Obama-Biden administration effort to choke off access to payday lenders and gun dealerships. They basically threatened banks and said, listen, because we can't make the sale of guns and payday loans illegal, we're going to make it really difficult for you to process any kind of transaction. If banks do business with you, those banks are going to get an extra look-see from us. Know what I mean? Operation Choke Point tried to shut down the Second Amendment. Well, folks, it's interesting. The Wall Street Journal's Katie Hahn notes that they're doing the exact same thing with crypto as they try to shut down crypto. Listen, I don't care if you're pro-cryptocurrency, anti-cryptocurrency. It matters not. There is nothing illegal about using crypto. Now, if you're going to sell crypto a certain way and use fraud like anything else, fraud is illegal. There's nothing illegal about cryptocurrency and using it. But why doesn't the government like crypto? Why are they using the Operation Choke Point template? I should have said this at the beginning. They're trying to choke off the crypto market by saying to banks right now, hey, you're struggling? Hmm. And the financial crisis we caused? Never let a crisis go to waste, Joe. I've got an idea. We'll help you out and bail you out with taxpayer money with one catch. Yeah. You better not have any of those crypto accounts. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) So weird. We're a bank. Yeah. Operation Choke Point. Back again. Don't you do any business with those crypto folks. And by the way, you better not be doing any business with tech companies we don't like that may support free speech. Oh, really? That too? Oh, yeah. Folks. Combine the stories I'm telling you. You're going to state, this is why I'm telling you to stay frosty. There is a better tomorrow ahead. I promise this macro cycle is coming to an end. You can see it with the leftist freak out as around the United States, we start to liberalize gun laws so people can protect themselves. And people are starting to wake up to the devastating effects of DEI and CRT. And this stuff gets banned. You are seeing the left freak out. That's why these stories matter and you need to stay frosty. They are promoting actively what is effectively a cold civil war in Israel. I'm not sure if they want that to be a hot one, but they seem to have flipped the script on gun control all of a sudden. As long as it's in the hands of their people or what they consider their people. And then your ability to speak out and engage in any kind of financial transactions without the government peeping in on your checkbook every five minutes. Well, that's going to be gone, too, is Operation Choke Point 2.0 happens. Crypto, tech companies where you can speak freely. Nope, they're out. Now, Tucker addressed this, too. He addressed this the other night in his show. Folks, this bill, this Restrict Act to shut down TikTok in the United States. Let me come out publicly. This is important. This is an absolute disaster. No Republican should vote for this thing. Folks, TikTok is clearly a Chinese surveillance mechanism and a nuclear cultural bomb in the United States. However, there is an easy way to deal with this problem. TikTok should divest of its Chinese Communist Party roots and TikTok should be bought by a company with no attachment to the Chinese Communist Party whatsoever, period. There's nothing, you don't need to restrict it. However, the Restrict Act, which Tucker's going to cover here in a minute, 
combined with these other stories, is going to enable the United States government to do government, First Amendment, end around. They're going to do an end around to be able to use the Restrict Act to shut down social media companies, maybe True Social, maybe Rumble, whatever it may be, by claiming they have ties to foreign government. Foreign governments. This thing is a disaster. Here, listen to Tucker explain exactly what they're doing. Check this out. In reality, and you should know this if you're opposed to TikTok, as we are, this bill isn't really about banning TikTok. It's never about what they say it is. Instead, this bill would give enormous and terrifying new powers to the federal government to punish American citizens and regulate how they communicate with one another. For example... The bill would regulate, quote, certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries. Now, what's a foreign adversary and who gets to decide? Oh, well, the Secretary of Commerce and the Department and the DNI, not the Congress, get to decide what foreign adversaries are. Well, that ought to trip a switch in your brain. And then the transactions with foreign adversaries would include, quote, any acquisition, importation, transfer, installation, dealing in, or use of any information and communications technology product or service, including ongoing activities such as mandated services, data transmission, software updates, repairs, or the provision of data hosting services. Well, that's pretty broad. Under this bill, if you engage in any of that with a so-called foreign adversary, as determined by, in this case, the Biden administration, that would allow the Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo, and the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haynes, to decide whether you're acting in the, quote, interest of a foreign adversary. Again, that's another term that the executive branch, the Secretary of Commerce, gets to define without the interference of Congress. So start promoting a civil war using the template happening in Israel right now. General strikes don't show up for the military. Pressure police departments to not show up as well. Shut down the electrical grid if you can. Start promoting gun ownership, uh, which, by the way, I support the Second Amendment, but the liberals have flipped on that. Kind of weird amongst your political allies. Choke off any financial transactions you can't monitor. Choke off any speech by declaring any speech on any free speech, a free speech site or even non-free speech site um, aligned as foreign disinformation. You, you see how that Restrict Act works? Remember, the left will declare anything Russian disinformation they don't like. Joe, there's no model for that. Oh, there is. That's right. The Hunter Biden laptop, the election in 2016, the election in 2020. It doesn't have to be foreign disinformation. It just has to be foreign disinformation that the left says is foreign disinformation, i.e. the DNI, the intelligence community and others. And the Restrict Act gives them a vehicle to what? Go in, use a national security letter to uh, get access to your account. And shuts you down while the Cold Civil War continues. It's not like that happened anywhere. It's not like there were protests against tyranny and government shut them down and shut down their bank accounts and their information. Oh, oh, it did. Anybody remember? Joe, we covered it. Um, there's this country up north of ours. We share a border. Hey, was oh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. Canada. Yes, yes. Thanks, I, he had a Joe's in my ear. Yeah, yeah. We both, you know, we're terrible with geography. Yeah, Trudeau, I think is his name. Yeah, they did that with the truckers. You see how the liberal left learns from everywhere? So you may say, oh, we'll take to the streets too if they engage in these mass protests. Really? Because you'll be the only ones who can't speak and coordinate as your account is declared foreign disinformation. You're doing the bidding of the Russians. And you can't exchange money either. Oh, and even crypto won't work. Man, this sounds really scary. I'm not trying to scare you. Because I'm long on the United States. And I think the reason, and the reason you should smile and not panic, but be prepared, is the reason you're seeing this panic, threats of civil war, threats of armed trans people, from NPR, we're going out to take revenge on people. The reason you're seeing it is because finally the culture wars are starting to shift. Folks, Florida was a model. They've racked up tremendous successes here against the DEI grift, the CRT grift, identity politics in general, and DeSantis won by 20 points. The left is terrified right now. 
Don't be afraid. Joe, you're a reader of the Bible. You'll hear that expression in some form multiple times. Don't be afraid. Oh, yeah. That light's going to shine through, man. I'm not your preacher. I'm not trying to be. I'm not some poet. I'm just telling you. We're about to turn the corner. It's not going to be without pain. I got a couple more stories I need you to tie in here, too, to show you exactly what's going on, how they're going to destroy uh, any semblance whatsoever of a legal protection for you, too. Faith in institutions is going to collapse. Um, let me get to my uh, next sponsor first. Always appreciate your patience. I want to be here to talk to you. Uh, MyPillow, it's a great company. We love MyPillow. They're having a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. I have a feeling you want to stock up when you hear about this offer. They're ridiculously comfortable. I wear them all the time. When you use my promo code Dan, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They'll sell out. Trust me, they've sold out uh, before. My slippers have an exclusive offer, a four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. Their patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet. I feel like pillows on your feet there. And you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They come in a ton of additional sizes and new colors. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square to grab a pair of, uh, of these mice all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. They won't last long. So please check them out and order now. Thanks, MyPillow. Appreciate it. So please pay very close attention. Now you're starting to see the threads with these stories, right? Promotions of civil war, civil unrest. Everybody go get your guns. I thought you guys were against guns. Not for those guys. Operation Choke Point. Choking off your ability to organize a protest like they did in Canada. Choking off your ability to organize a protest online. Your ability to finance it. Oh, we'll just use crypto. No, you won't. No, you won't. They'll come for that too. Folks, this is scary stuff. You don't see the media speaking about these stories much, but if you go to my uh, newsletter today, you can read about this. Four trans mass shooters in less than five years, Breitbart. Really? Interesting story you'd probably want to know about, right? It's interesting that every time it's a white male, you'll hear about the identity politics angle, but it's pretty crystal clear they're trying to bury the identity politics angle now. It's almost as if identity politics only works when you're trying to stigmatize a certain group of people, i.e. white males. But you don't like it when another group gets stigmatized. Fascinating how you flip the script. You think the justice system is going to save you here from the civil unrest they're promoting? Stay frosty, folks. It is not. Did you see this? This broke this morning. U.S. Marshals were told not to arrest protesters outside justice's homes. Documents reveal. So show up at a Supreme Court justice's home, literally with a firearm, as that individual did, threaten to kill them, send hundreds more in front of their homes to scare you, your family, and your kids, and your Justice Department sat on its ass and was told to stand down. Ladies and gentlemen, the next president, whether it's Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, or anyone else, your first job, how many times have we said this, guys, is a mass mass purge of the government swamp on week one. When they start flipping out about firing Chris Ray, fire the next guy. When they start flipping out about him, fire 10, 20 people a day. Take the Ron DeSantis approach in Florida, where you hit them with so much, so often, that the media loses track on how to respond. They're too stupid to keep up. They are. I mean that. They're intellectually not qualified. But if you give them the ability to spread around each other's talking points as they feed off this collective Borg-like mentality, they'll pick up on it fast. Don't let them get their sea legs. Folks, what worries me here is the press. As we see this increase in this cold civil war in the United States that the left is going to promote, they are waiting for 2024. What's got me really frightened here is the media is going to excuse street violence as long as it's committed by leftists. We don't, do we really, I mean, do we need to play the montage? The montage again of mostly people, mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful. Cities burning down. 
that go, the left excuses and worships violence, period. That's not open for debate, okay? That's not open for debate. The facts don't really care, okay? That's not open for debate. The left worships violence. They always have. They need their shock troops in the street. They will cover for them no matter what. Folks, China and Iran are watching what is happening right here as leftists brew up this cold civil war that is going to get hot and the media will absolutely excuse it. The Nashville murders are a template. They are running cover right now for an individual accused of murdering six people and shooting three nine-year-olds. They are running cover for what effectively is a serial killer. And you're telling me when they burn American cities to the ground and cause an Israeli, France-like riot here, you're suggesting to me the left's going to provide fair coverage and call them out and stop this insanity before the Chinese Communist Party picks up on what's going on, starts World War III? (laughs) They want, are you crazy? They want this. They'll defend the serial killer. You think they care about you and your family? Hell no. Always right. NBC News. Fear pervades Tennessee's trans community amid focus on Nashville shooters' gender identity. I can't, I, you, you have a serial killer who just murdered three kids and three adults. And what is this filth, this human garbage in the media cover? They turn around and they don't focus on the victims. Murdered. Murdered. You are going to see a series of funerals for nine-year-olds. What is NBC News? This disgusting garbage that NBC News focused on? We can't have the trans community be victims. They're victims here? Really, they're victims. Ladies and gentlemen, they love identity politics, the left. As long as the Identity politics benefits them in their cold civil war. And it's civil unrest benefits their cause. But now it's interesting. Their love affair with identity politics is grinded to a halt as the trans identity, the alleged murderer in this case, doesn't fit their story they want to tell you. The media is also quiet, the same grotesque media, about a strange house call. Matt Taibbi is a journalist who has exposed massive malfeasance between Twitter and the government, First Amendment violations. Turns out the IRS showed up at his door. Remember the old Lois Lerner IRS that targeted conservatives? Showed up at his door for a house call. Really strange that these media goons who pretend to be journalists, who are really now nothing more than communist apparatchiks, that's obvious at this point, promoting a cold civil war in the United States. They don't have a lot to say about it. It's really strange. Outside of the Wall Street Journal, right-leaning outlets, no one seems to care much that the IRS showed up at the door. The IRS showed, they'll show up at your door soon, too. Now, folks, what are they doing here? What is the media doing? They're using, and hat tip James Lindsay for putting this graphic out about the NBC News story. They're doing this thing called Darvalt. Deny, attack, reverse. Victim and offender. Reverse the victim and offender. Deny attack, reverse the victim and offender. I'm going to describe this in a moment because we're defeating this and it's driving them nuts. The lib activist media used to use this deny attack, reverse the victim and offender strategy over and over and it used to work. It's not working anymore. It fails when you immediately call it out. And NBC News is going to flop with this attempt to run cover for a serial killer and they're going to flop badly. And you can see it by the election results. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Folks, uh, let me get to my next sponsor first. Uh, Patriot Mobile. Americans have, <laughs> Americans have had it. Yet yeah, you think? They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars while trashing the country that made their success possible. It's gross. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. 
You're not happy with your coverage? We'll switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Or you can give them a call at 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today with the offer code Dan. we got to stand together, folks. Support parallel economy companies that share our values and love our country. The website, again, is patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Or call today, 878-PATRIOT. Tell them we send you. Use offer code Dan. Thank you, uh, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. Darvo, folks. Darvo. Deny. In other words, don't cover this story. Attack conservatives. Look at what you guys did with this anti-trans bill in Tennessee that is in violation of our First Amendment rights to shake our junk in the face of kids. Reverse the victim and offender. The real victim here are not the murdered kids. It's the Tennessee trans community. They're really victimized here. This is a well-known tactic, as Lindsay notes, abusers use to try and escape accountability for their abuse. Ladies and gentlemen, it fails when you call it out. When you immediately cut it out and you notice and you highlight what's being done, like we're doing right now at NBC and what Lindsay does in the tweet and what Christopher Rufo did in a series of tweets today, which I'm going to cover tomorrow, about exactly this, is you stop this chaos right away. They know, we know. And it just angers people. They're flailing. It is very hard to reverse the role of a nine-year-old who was just murdered and somehow move the attention from them to the trans community with sane people. It doesn't work. But folks, this is why I'm really concerned. Last night I was... uh, it's kind of a, it was a very busy day for us yesterday. Did Hannity. We had a lot going on. I had a couple things I had to, I had to do. And I'm sitting there at night. I'm reading an article by Seth Cropsey. I'm going to get to in a minute, who is a military analyst. He's a good one. You may not agree with all his conclusions, but he's a good one. He writes at the Wall Street Journal. It was an article. It's a rather lengthy one, about a good six, seven minute read. But it's about China. I'm going to get to that article, folks. But I got to tell you, I'm getting goosebumps now talking about it. It scared the hell out of me. If I may, for a minute. I'm sitting there watching television. I was worried about my daughter's flag football game, how I was going to make it on Thursday. She has a game on Thursday. I missed the one yesterday. We had a tape, and uh, it was just a lot going on. And I missed. I, I missed. She had a good defensive play, and I missed it. And I was pretty devastated by the whole thing. But I'm reading this article about China. And um, I don't know an easy way to say it. You better enjoy yourself now. Enjoy yourself and your family. Because I think the next two years, we're going to see global instability like we've never seen before. Oh, the stuff you just covered? Oh, yeah, the stuff I just covered. But if there's a cold civil war that turns warm or hot here, God forbid it happens. Our enemies are watching. You want to be... You want to be back in that again? The Vietnam War, the same time that the left would take in the streets in the United States? You want to be in that chaos again? May already be coming. Why? One of the most important articles you're going to read today. Newsletter is important today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check it out. Joel Pollack has a piece in Breitbart. Right back to where we started. The chaos in Israel is a dress rehearsal for the United States if Trump wins in 2024. Yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir. He addresses three concerning points and why you should get ready for major problems in the street during this election cycle. Folks, they're not even going to wait for Trump to win election if win the election if he does, if he gets through the primary. They're not. If these polls are close in September, October, November, of next year, folks, you are, you're not going to, I'm telling you right now, it's going to make Israel look like a, like a kindergarten party at a McDonald's. Read this piece. Pollock notes, Americans should watch carefully and take note for three reasons. First, the Biden administration seems to be fomenting the chaos in Israel right now. 
Did you read Biden's statement yesterday? Biden implying that Bibi Netanyahu is somehow some uh, radical fascist winking and nodding at it. You were over in Israel in the streets shutting down the country while the Iranians are probably planning for the civil unrest to make a move themselves. You keep going, winky, winky, wanky, wanky. Biden refused to even meet with Netanyahu since he was elected last year. They're loving this. They're sending a not-so-quiet signal to the left that, hey, that thing they did in Israel, that'd be really good if we did it here. Kind of like we did in the George Floyd riots. Remember that? So weird. Pollock brings up a second point. Second, the crisis in Israel is a risk to stability in the Middle East. Israelis are now openly worrying about their ability to confront a potentially nuclear Iran if they're mired in their own internal political struggles. Kind of sounds like what the left is thinking here. They love their Chinese Communist Party benefactors. I mean, AOC going to bat for TikTok and all, right? Well, it, it wouldn't happen here, but it'd be great no. if it did. It'd be, as Mike, <laughs> Joe said, very good. That's a Michael Anton. My man. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. They love their commies, Joe. So you don't think the left is taking on the same fight here, preparing the same fight? Like, hey, listen, uh, we're doing such a great job in Israel of occupying the country to take care of our Iranian friends who we love so much. We'd love to get a bomb. If we did that here, China would be watching too, right? Yeah, but they could then conquer the United States or engage in a world war, causing the United States to potentially fail militarily. And the left is like, yeah, exactly. It's what we want. He notes third, what's happening is a preview of what's going to happen here in 2024. After 2016, the Democrats refused to Concede in the election. This is a template for what they're going to do next. Two pager today. A lot to talk about. Now, for those of you concerned, saying, oh, damn, we're not going to lose a military fight with China. Are you sure of that? How sure are you of that? Why would we get into a military fight with China if they invade Taiwan? Folks, we may not have a choice. You understand that international ocean lanes and traffic for trade would be locked down in a China-Taiwan war? Believe me, the Australians and the Japanese are not going to sit around. They're going to be worried they'll be next. We're not going to be able to sit on the sidelines here and do absolutely nothing. We're not. Food. What if they engage in an EMP attack here? Battery technology, medical supplies, antibiotics. These are all tied to international supply chains, folks. Are you sure? Are you sure we would win this war with China if they were to bring it? The left wants this chaos. I'm going to tell you how to be prepared in a minute, but this article is important. It's on the newsletter today. Again, it's a subscription article, but it's by Seth Cropsey, what the U.S. can do to prepare for a war with China. The article candidly is terrifying. Talks about how we don't have the merchant marine capacity. If we were to be engaged in a naval war in China, with uh, uh, in around China and over the strait, we don't have the capacity to restock any of our ships. Our weapons technology is old. You know, denial of access to Taiwan, can we handle that right now? Are you sure? We don't have the supply chain here in the United States to build this stuff up. There's only a few companies doing all this stuff. But this is the most troubling part. Pay close attention to this. I'm not trying to scare you. Just trying to inform you. Beijing has studied Moscow's Cold War mistakes. Notably, the tendency among Soviet strategists to wait patiently until their military power exceeded that of the U.S. Well, this never occurred. Primarily because the West engaged in a massive military expansion in the 80s that nullified Soviet gains over the preceding two decades. Chinese aren't going to wait patiently. They're prepared to capitalize an apparent shift in their favor. He then goes on to speculate, folks, that China may be preparing for an attack maybe by 2025. I was sitting there watching last night thinking about my daughter's game, thinking, ladies and gentlemen, if there's another world war that breaks out in the nuclear area, there ain't going to be any more flag football games. Your job is going to be dedicated to producing weapons, and we may be living in a far different world. 
Folks, get prepared today. Get your medical supplies. Get EMP protection for your home. It's only a couple hundred dollars. Do it now. Do not wait. Get yourself some emergency food. Get yourself medical supplies, water filtration, charcoal, ways to start a fire. And you damn well better have the ability to protect yourself. We're in a lot of trouble here. I think this is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. I do want to take a quick break here, but I just want to leave you with again. Not trying to put lipstick on this thing, but a bit of good news. Folks, this country was never more patriotic than when we came out of World War II. It's one thing my grandfather used to talk about. He'd never talk about his combat time. But my, my grandfather and my father, they loved this country. And regardless of your political affiliation, Democrat or Republican, whatever it was, there was a sense of national solidarity that we had done something important and that we mattered. We may be about to hit the skids, but we're going to come out of it. We're going to come out of it stronger. And I think this generation of hard times is going to create strong men. We'll create good times again. It's all macro cycles. All right, I want to get to something uh, coming up next. Joe Biden, again, just wants to disarm you because they want to disarm you, by the way, while winking and nodding that the armed transgender community is somehow, uh, uh, you know, not antithetical to their anti-gun crusade. Again, that's not hypocrisy. That's straight up hierarchy and power right there. I'll play the audio coming up in a minute. I got a nice uh, Facebook message this morning about this product, Windshield Wow. The guy said, uh, hey, man, you weren't kidding that that, um, I don't make these things up. Guys, like, it really works. I'm like, I know it works. We have uh, limited sponsorship opportunities. I don't take on companies. We don't have to. Windshield Wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. It uses two magnetic cleaning paddles. Basically, you just run the one over the outside of the, outside of the windshield by a super strong magnet, keeps the inside one connected. So you clean both sides at the same time without having to get inside, rip your elbows and shoulders up, trying to clean the inside of the windshield. It just follows along on the outside. It gets in those nooks and crannies too. It's cleanest my windshield's been in a long time. Here's the reason. They sent us one. I live in Florida, where as Geek can tell you, in the summer, it rains about three o'clock. So you wash your car all you want. The windshield gets nasty. And you can buy it with a bunch of pollen and tree sap and you can't see anything. Not to mention yeah, the bugs. We have a few of those down here, right? You drive at night in Florida, forget it. Your windshield's a mess. You go a week, you can't see anything. So Paul is a hey, hey, car wash, but she, here's the thing. Here's the catch. She has a ceramic finish. She doesn't like to wash her car because it scratches it up. So he's like, I got to get something for the windshield. This guy sent us the windshield. Wow. And I'm like, we love this thing. <laughs> That's how it started. True story. Windshield Wow is the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. We got two, one for me, one for Paula. Go to windshieldwow.com, get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Appreciate you being a sponsor. Really cool product. Good small business owners, man. They're really ingenious. Okay, so this happened yesterday. Biden's eager to disarm you while NPR apparently is winking and nodding at armed transgender movements, uh, despite what they read in the news. Uh, Here's Joe Biden, who will stop at nothing to take your guns. And I want you to listen to the end of this. Uh, It's fascinating, Joe. Uh, Joe, I was unaware that 5.56 rounds, 7.62 rounds, or other rounds that are used in rifles that... They blow up when they enter the body. They blow up. They're they, they explosive, blow. apparently. Yeah. You, yeah, you didn't know about it? Yeah. You saw Joe's like, I think I saw that in a Bond movie once. They, no, no, they're real. Joe Biden said okay. so. Here. Joe cut this this morning. Yeah, yeah, they're real. Take a look. I have to act now. People say, why do I keep saying this if it's not happening? Because I want you to know who isn't doing it, who isn't helping to put pressure on them. You know, I know you see on television, it's not just merely the, the weapon in terms of its that it's semi-automatic in effect. But the velocity with which it comes out of that muzzle, what it does when it hits the body, most bullets would go just straight through and out, leaving little, but it blows up once it's inside your body. What in God's name, what in God's name does anyone need that for? Blows up in the body. I love how he invokes God, too. We've had just a murder of six people. 
uh, while the left-wing media and his liberal clowns that he's their, you know, golden calf, he's their totem now, right? Uh, ignores the story and focuses on the real victims, right, folks? The transgender community invokes God. Disgrace. Bullets blow up in your body. These are the idiots who want to take away your right to defend yourself. Folks, I'm really glad to see one thing, that the, that the conservatives right now are just ignoring these idiots. I don't mean ignoring like we're not taking the proper legislative and political response to them trying to steal your guns. We are. It's just in the past, Republicans would be intimidated because people didn't speak out. You remember this, Joe, you've been following politics for a while. There's something would happen involving a firearm and the left would say, oh, take everybody's guns. And Republicans would be like, oh, great. Oh, great. Let's, let's. that. That's not happening now. It was happening as little as two years ago. Yeah, it was. But now everybody's getting it. Just ignore these people. We're not listening to anything you say. You're not taking our guns. You can basically kiss our butts when you're not taking our guns. We are going to defend ourselves. That didn't stop the Biden insanity yesterday, though. He also said this. uh, The guy can't stop lying. He is legit a sociopathic, pathological liar. He just pulled this one out of his rump yesterday where he just completely fabricated a number and said that he's cut the budget by $168 billion. Here, take a listen. And guess what? In the process, I'm cutting the federal budget $168 billion. You know why? Because Medicare doesn't have to pay out those exorbitant undeserved fees. They'll pay out what it's worth. So, folks, this not only helps patients, but it helps the economy. Where did he get that from? Uh, He just made it up. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. Here's a University of California at Santa Barbara website where they cover the federal budgets, receipts, and outlays, what they took in in tax dollars and what they spent. So he says he cut the federal budget by $168 billion. Cut, meaning it would have went down. So here you'll notice the receipts and outlays. Joe Biden, uh, $6 trillion budget in 2022. The estimate for 2023 is $6 uh, $6 trillion again. And then the proposed budget for 2024 is $6.8 trillion. Uh, I don't understand. It doesn't seem to be a cut in there. It's six, uh, it's a, a six billion, and then six six billion. It's actually more. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I, am I? Are you putting the right graphic up? Is that? Is it's a. It's a. Oh, oh it, it, he's telling me though that is the correct graphic. So there's the budget's going up, and he's proposing another eight hundred billion in spending from where we are now. So weird. He's. He says it, Joe. He's like, dude. No, this is the right graphic. And he said, Dan, I know you're going to have a hard time getting your arms around this one, but Biden's full of crap. He's right. He doesn't say much, but he's correct. Now, again, where did he get it? He just made it up. Now, just so we're clear, the Republican Party, whatever you may think of them, is trying to get some spending cuts to get control over out of control spending. You can see it in this Washington Times report. But as you'll see in this Wall Street Journal article, Biden, who is hilariously claiming he's cutting the budget, just making those numbers up. The GOP is actually trying to cut the budget, and it's Biden who still won't negotiate. As they note, Biden and top Democrats have consistently shown no interest in negotiating with the GOP on conditions to go along with increasing our debt limit. Did he make it up? Of course he made it up. Because who lets him get away with it? The hacks and goons in the media. That's who. All right, I wanted to cover this yesterday, but there was so much going on, especially with... uh, the murders in Nashville, effectively a serial murderer. Media's running cover. It's not going to work. I'm not going to let it happen. But the case against Trump, as predicted, sorry, uh, not by just me, but just about everyone else, which was garbage. The case against Trump uh, put in front of a grand jury in New York by Twinkies, Alvin Bragg, is a total disaster. There is no crime. There is no probable cause of a crime. There's not even reasonable suspicion of a crime. Twinkies made the whole thing up. Uh, as evidence of that, you can indict a ham sandwich, as they said in front of a jury, because it's not adversarial. They can't even indict Trump. Maybe they should go get a ham sandwich. New York Post, grand jury won't hear evidence in Trump hush money probe for the rest of the week. Why? Because they don't have the votes. That's why. They don't have the votes. Which is stunning. Because for a 16 to 23 member grand jury, you only need 12 people. You don't even need unanimity. You're not even convicting them of a crime. You're just saying there's probable cause a crime was committed. They can't even do that. 
told you it was going to happen. This is going to be a total political disaster. However, the Trump team, they got to square away their social media. They posted uh, 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 an article that had a picture up and it, it wasn't their fault, but y- you can't let them take away. See, the left loves this Darvo. This is why I brought this article up where they reverse the victims in the cases. Trump is clearly a victim of police state abuses. Don't post stuff. I'm not knocking the article, the author of the article. They can put up whatever they want. I'm simply suggesting they shouldn't post stuff that even implies violence because it gives the left the reason to switch around. Oh, look, we're the victims. Trump's inciting violence. Don't do it. Trump addressed this in an interview with Hannity the other night. The Post, check this out. You have to understand that when the story was put up, I put up a story. We didn't see pictures. We put up a story that was very exculpatory, very good story from the standpoint of what we're talking about. And they put up a picture of me. And you know where I was holding the baseball bat? It was at the White House. Make America, buy America, because I did a lot of buy America things. And this is a company that makes baseball bats. Then they put next to that picture a picture Mm -hmm. of Alvin Bragg. I didn't do it. They did it. The the I guess the people that do the paper or somebody put pictures together. But I was holding a baseball bat in order to promote made in. It wasn't on your post of truth. social. no, no. What they did is we posted the story, but they had a picture up. They then put a picture up or the picture was put up that nobody noticed or saw or that nobody thought was bad. These were two separate pictures. Yeah, He's not wrong. He's 100 percent accurate. They weren't his pictures. They were embedded in an article. However, they have to be careful here. Do not give these people any ammunition to flip the script and do their Darvo. Don't. They're collapsing. Don't get in their way. Please don't get in their way. Get it together. I want to bring up one more quote from, uh, one more piece from it. Sorry, the audio video. Trump's interview with Hannity. This document scandal is going to get really ugly, I believe, for both him and Joe Biden. Because Biden's situation is far worse. So whatever they do to Trump, there's going to be then political pressure. And I'm not implying that that's bad in the next Republican administration to do the same thing to Biden. And the Biden team knows that. Trump's very savvy politically sometimes. He picked up on this. He addressed this in the interview with Hannity. Check this out. Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to look into two issues. One of the issues is about the document issue, which has become a problem for Joe Biden. Mike Pence volunteered documents that he had. Bigger problem for him than for me. He's got places. The biggest problem is probably for Hillary. If we're going to be. Well, if you want to go into that and the emails and everything else. See, Trump's not stupid. He realizes if he wins and that his political opponent, Joe Biden's administration, targeted him for classified documents. He realized that the standards now set. And if they're going to say, no, no, Biden didn't do anything political. He's just enforcing the rule of law. You guys follow me that Trump's going to have the exact same reason next time. Well, Biden said this was the rule of law. We got to go after him, too. He's not dumb. He'd be very savvy at times. He understands Biden's got a real problem. So does Hillary Clinton, by the way. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. We had a spectacular month. Thanks to you. Please subscribe to the podcast. It is free. It helps us so much. You have no idea. You had us at number four all week on the charts. I so deeply appreciate it. Please subscribe at Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. It is absolutely free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We added 100,000 new subs just in the last three weeks. Thank you so much. It means the world to us. We appreciate your support. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.